The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone, how are you? Welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, another week has rolled around and here we are, another podcast. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure a lot of you can because a lot of you seem to really, yeah, wait each week for each episode. So, hello to everyone who has given us a follow on Podbean or indeed give us a subscribe on iTunes. Mmm. What I keep saying to everyone each and every week is please subscribe on iTunes and give us that all-important follow so then you never miss an episode. So when moments like this occur and we drop another episode, then you get a nice little notification to say, ding, ding, Rab's managed to post another one. So yeah, welcome along. We are the show for the piping folks. So we get to talk about everything from our amazing piping world, being it from the folk music scene to the competitive piping scene. That's what we're all about. So welcome. Now, the piping world has been kind of busy this past week. A lot of news has dropped this past week. So, yeah, we've got quite a lot to get through. And as you've guessed already with the title of this week's podcast, you're going to know what we're going to be talking about. Possibly the biggest news story to drop this week. So, that'll come later in the podcast. Do not fear. But... Without further ado, I wanted to give a special shout out at the very start of the podcast this week. A shout out to our patrons. Because you guys are awesome and deserve all the heaping praise that we throw your direction. So thank you very much to our patrons. That would be the House of Piping, LoneStarPiping.com and Brandon Moreno. You guys are just awesome. I have to say a massive thank you for all of your support. And if you haven't yet yourselves and you're listening to the podcast and you haven't yet visit our Patreon page, please do go and check it out. And if you are so inclined, you can click that support button and you will be helping contribute towards what we do and be help us to yeah up our game, up our quality, everything. And the Big Rab Show will only continue to get better. <clears throat> so there you go. Shout out for our patrons, you guys are awesome sauce. Also, I had to give a special shout out to uh, my fellow Northern Irish podcasters. Because recently, the podcasting scene here in Northern Ireland is, uh, yeah, it's kind of been brought together. Uh, To be fair, I honestly didn't think there was too many podcasts in existence uh, from a Northern Irish source. I thought it was kind of me, maybe a handful of others... But thanks to a website called Pod and Ulster, yeah, I've realised that there's a whole world of podcasters out there all on my doorstep. So, yeah, well, first of all, they managed to include ourselves in their listings and everything. So, well worth a look. If you are interested in Northern Irish kind of humour and kind of, you know, news and views and stuff, a lot of interesting podcasts up there. So go and check it out, Pod and Ulster. Thanks a million guys for including us here in the Rab Show. And shout out to, of course, my good friends at the Fellowship Podcast. Them guys have just been on fire this last few weeks. 
an amazing last few shows from them. Ah, incredible. And not forgetting possibly one of my favourite ones from Northern Ireland, which be which would be the General Banter podcast with Colin Geddes. Hysterical <coughs> would be the word I would use to describe his podcast. Uh, just hysterical. Granted, the language and that's a bit colourful, but <laughs> kind of adds to it, if you know what I mean. It's hysterical, honestly. Go and check it out. The Fellowship Podcast on the General Banter Podcast. <clears throat> Possibly two of my favourites. Definitely worth a look. But they're not really for the piping fans. We are the podcast for the piping fans. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's start things with listener mail, as we do each and every week. Now, we've only got one piece of listener mail this week. Yeah, where have you been? Everyone. I don't know. I reckon sometimes it's feast or famine, I think, with listener mail. And last week was definitely a feast. We got a whole load of emails in from everyone listening to the podcast, but this week has been kind of quiet. We've got one email in. So, and that came from J.D. Ingram. What about you, J.D.? And he says, hey, Rab, he says, the Charleston Pipe Band is having a whiskey tasting night here in Charleston, South Carolina. On the 10th of November. He said there are limited a number of tickets for sale. But we'd appreciate a shout out sometime in October maybe. Well this is nearly October. Eh, kind of technically October. Yeah you should go and check it out. Their details are all up on the Facebook page. Check out the Charleston Pipe Band. They're running the event. And uh, JD is pipe major of the Charleston Pipe Band. He also goes on to say. He says P.S. If you want to come. You get the plane tickets. And he'll sort me out with free entry. <laughs> Yeah, I, mm, I, I don't even want to guess how much the flights would be, man. But <laughs> thank you very much for the offer, and thank you very much for your mail. Now, also throughout the week, we received a good few number of Facebook messages and such, but it was all commentary on a lot of different news stories that dropped through the week. So, yeah, <laughs> Facebook comments and such, I do normally try to respond, you know, if a response is warranted and stuff. So I've responded to all of that listener mail. So if you guys want to get a special shout out on the podcast or whatever, please do send us in some listener mail. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. Feel free, drop us in a message. And do you know what we love? Voicemails. I haven't got a voicemail from anyone in months now. It has been a couple of months now since we had last had a voicemail. So please do, if anyone out there is so inclined, please take a few minutes of your time, record a little mp3 and email it into us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Because then your voice can reach the podcast and we can talk about your question or whatever it is that you're talking about. Yeah, it would be awesome to hear from you and we can bring it to you here in listener mail. Right, after listener mail... You guys know it's time for the piping news, so let's get right into it. Starting off with, yeah, a bit of podcast news. For you guys, the podcast listeners, yeah, we dropped a bit of a milestone this past week. One of which that has me completely in a state of shock, and I still can't get over it. And it's been nearly nearly a week since I've you know announced it. The Big Rab Show podcast that you're listening to right now has just reached over 10,000 downloads. Now, that is a massive milestone for me. 10,000 downloads, baby! Yes! 10,000! Yeah! Yeah, 10,000 downloads. Cannot believe it. I'm simply in a state of shock. Have to say, 
massive thank you to everyone who has enjoyed the podcast. For those of you who have told your friends, have shared the podcast out there, maybe liked it, or dude, you know, done all that important stuff and really helped us get, yeah, some amazing people listening to the show thank you to everyone who's been enjoying the show and please continue to do so as we roll forward who knows there may become a day when we're making 10,000 downloads a week (laughs) yeah who am I kidding but you never know you know you know aim for the stars so hey it's a huge huge milestone so again thanks to the patrons and our amazing sponsor shout out to G1 there you go. It's quite an achievement. So, rolling forward, let's get into more piping news. Yeah, bands are busy fundraising. And a fundraising concert is going to be held for a charity called A Cure for Cam. This is going to be held in the Ballymore Inn, and it's going to be on October the 21st. So this is for you Northern Ireland listeners. Uh, so, yeah, the Ballymore Inn on October the 21st. Tickets are a fiver. Doors open at 7pm and it's going to be featuring such acts as the Drumloch Pipe Band, the County Armagh Drum Majors, Ian Burroughs of course, and the Ulster Scots Juvenile Pipe Band are all going to be on stage. So, tickets being a fiver, that's quite a show. Plus, every pound that is donated at the door will go towards this charity called Cure for Cam. C-A-M. <clears throat> so there you go. If you are interested, you can check out the details on Facebook. Just look for Cure for Cam, and full details are up there of how you can go and grab yourself some tickets. So, Ballymore in October 21st. Also on October the 21st, it seems to be a very popular day for fundraising, because McDonald Memorial Pipe Band are also going to be doing a bit of fundraising. They are holding a tractor run. Now, these are kind of awesome. <laughs> I've witnessed a few of these tractor runs before. It's basically a whole load of farmers all turn up in all sorts of shapes and sizes of tractors. And basically they just drive around. And that's it. But it's the best fun. So McDonald Memorial are doing this. 21st of October, of course, McDonald Memorial raising funds by holding a tractor run. They're saying all mix and models of tractor are welcome. So you're meeting at the rectory, Kilmacrew Road in Bambridge at 12pm. So... There you are, you have to be there at 12. It's £10 a tractor and £5 per passenger. Now, what do you get for your money? You don't just pay money and then drive around in a tractor. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that also includes a gather-up at the end, which includes a burger and a drink from the barbecue. So there you go. McDonald Memorial doing a bit of fundraising there. £10 a tractor, £5 a passenger, and you're meeting at the Kilmacrew Road in Banbridge. And the 21st of October at 12pm. And all proceeds go towards the band. Because, let's face it, being on a pipe band these days ain't cheap, my friend. So, yeah, bands are busy doing things like this, like bake sales, little concerts here and there. So, this is the first one, I think, that I've seen that's done a tractor run. So, go on, McDonald Memorial, you're blazing a trail there. Okay, let's talk about an event that's coming up. Piper of the Year. Yes, this is held every year in the Adair Arms Hotel in Ballymena. So it's going to be on the 14th of October. Doors open at 12pm. And they're asking everybody to attend. Because this event is just awesome. And yeah, they have been criticised in the past that perhaps they didn't publicise it very well in the past. So now they're reaching out to the piping world. And they're telling us all, hey, this event is happening. You guys are going to miss it if you don't get here. So, yeah, Piper of the Year 
it is pretty incredible. So I think, yeah, for full details, again, just type in Piper of the Year into Facebook or your Google search engine and hopefully something will pop up and yeah, you'll get to see all the details about what's happening at the Adair Arms Hotel on the 14th of October. Full details, I'm sure, will be up there. So there you go. 14th of October, get that in your diary. If you're anywhere in Northern Ireland, get yourself to the Adair Arms Hotel in Ballymena for Piper of the Year. Okay. Uh, let me see. No more fundraising stories or events or anything. Um, so let's get into possibly, yeah, one other big, huge news story that dropped this past week. Good friend of the show, Mr. Chris Pollock. Yes, Chris Pollock made a huge announcement on social media there this past week. And he has been quoted as saying as he broke Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, he posted a Facebook status to make an announcement that he was stepping down from the role of bass drummer from the Field Marshal Montgomery. So Chris Pollock is handing over the sticks to someone else to take over the bass drumming. So Chris has taken the step back to dedicate more time to his faith, his growing family and his new career. So, yeah, we wish Chris all the very best. I think he's doing it for all the right reasons. And he's had such an incredible you know, tenure with the Field Marshal. Look how many titles the Field Marshal Montgomery has won as Chris was in the centre of things. So, yeah, congratulations to Chris on your time at the Field Marshal. I'm sure it's a memory that you'll take with you, mate. And... Yeah, who's he handing the sticks to? Well, for those of you who don't know, but yeah, I don't know who that would be because everyone knows. Um, yeah, he's handing the sticks over to the PSNI bass drummer, Mr. Robert Smith. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah, no better man for the job, as Chris says. So Robert Smith, playing bass with the PSNI, he's an incredible player. You know, he really is. If you've watched the PSNI this past season, of course, after watching them qualify for the world's final this year for the first time, uh, yeah, such a musical bass drummer, and I'm sure he'll do really well at the field marshal. So Robert has said to have been quoted to be extremely chuffed with the opportunity to go and play with field marshal. And uh, yeah, he's really excited to be filling the boots of Chris Pollock and pulling out the field marshal next season. So... Yeah, well done to Robert and getting the big job. And we wish you well, Robert. I'm sure it's going to be an experience and a half, I think. Imagine doing that job, though. Imagine standing there in the centre of Field Marshal Montgomery. Do you know what I mean? And I think even at that, you know, whenever I've been chatting to Chris Pollock throughout the years, he he never once took it for granted, you know. I think that was... Possibly, yeah, it was very heartening. Whenever Chris would say to you, sometimes he had to pinch himself to say, look look where I'm standing. (laughs) So, Chris, I wish you well. I think you are, you know, a legend in your own right, sir. And you are standing down for all the right reasons. So we wish you well, wherever you may go in the future. And to Robert as well, we do hope that you will have fun and have the best time being the new heartbeat of the Mighty FM. Now, speaking of new appointments... Clocker and District have just announced that they have appointed a new drum sergeant. Yes, Trevor McCavigan has been appointed as the new lead tip of Clocker. So the band has been quoted as being very excited about the new appointment and are looking forward to working with Trevor over the week or over the weekend, <laughs> over the winter. <laughs> looking forward to working with Trevor over the winter, rolling into 2018. Pardon the pun, being the drummer. Uh, yeah, so they're looking forward to working with Trevor. 
hoping to hit the grass running in 2018. So we wish the guys at Clockerin District the very best, and to Trevor, of course. Yeah, exciting times at Clockerin District. Okay, what other bands have recruited? Well, Williamwood Pipe Band. They've just appointed a new pipe major. Now, this is not a small thing. Anytime a band introduces a new pipe major, you're essentially looking at a new pipe band because that new pipe major brings so much influence with them, it can completely change a band. So we never know. Williamwood Pipe Band could come turning out next year being sounding completely different, but we'll have to wait and see. So that's what makes this exciting. Who is their new pipe major? Well... They've appointed David Watson as their new pipe major. Yep, David was a previous member of the band for a number of years and he's rejoined them recently in 2016 from the Grade 2 Scottish Fire Fire and Rescue Service Pipe Band and he served as pipe major for this past year. So he's just been given a promotion then from pipe sergeant to pipe major. So there you are, David We wish you about well, pal. It's going to be awesome. The band is being quoted in a statement saying that he was appointed at the band's recent AGM and he has expressed his gratitude for the opportunity. I'm looking forward to working with the new leading drummer as well, Stuart Patterson. So it's going to be a very busy winter for the membership of William Wood Pipe Band over the rest of this year, rolling forward into 2018. We wish you well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting watching William Wood Pipe Band this incoming season. Best of luck, guys. Now, let me see. Look through my script. We do have more news. Now, Lucklash Junior Pipe Band. I'm probably completely butchering that name. But they announced a story where they had a set of bagpipes stolen. Yeah. Now, this has been happening (coughs) just way too much. I seem to be reporting stories each and every week where bandsmen and women have had drums stolen or pipes stolen or both. Well, on this occasion, they had upset pipes stolen from one of their pipers who was a kind of a renowned solo piper, Niall Stewart. Yeah, so unexpected, of course, <coughs> and heartbreaking at the same time to have your instrument stolen. Thankfully, though, thanks to the power of social media... <laughs> Be it Facebook, Twitter, all over that, that was shared everywhere. I don't think anybody that is anybody in the piping world didn't know about these missing set of pipes. So recently there, <clears throat> before I was about to go on the air on Tuesday night on Fuse FM, I spotted the story saying that thankfully the bagpipes had now been found. How awesome is that? <laughs> because it's not often you get a happy ending to some of these stories, you know? So <clears throat> there you go. Thankfully. The bagpipes have turned up again. They've been found. So the police, however, are still looking for the apparent thief. So if anyone in the area for Locklash Junior Pipe Band are in the know and possibly know who might have done this, they are looking for you to get in contact. But to be fair, Niall has finally got his bagpipes back and he is just more than happy to have them returned. And that's it. Really? So... On to more news. The Belfast Tattoo. I know I've possibly rattled on about the tattoo now for ages. But then why am I talking about it again? The Belfast Tattoo was on BBC television here in the UK this past weekend. Now, if you didn't catch the footage from the Belfast Tattoo, go and check it out. It's available on the BBC's iPlayer. You can go and hopefully wherever you are you're listening to this, you can go and watch the Belfast Tattoo footage. It is incredible. I've had a lot of messages from people who watched the TV show and started, Oh, here, that show looked alright. Why didn't I get tickets for that? And I kept... 
<coughs> I was so frustrated. I was like, come on. I told you to get tickets. I told you this event was awesome. And you didn't You didn't go? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, oh, this happens every year. This past three years I've been covering the tattoo. And each time I tell people, get your tickets for the tattoo. Trust me. It's an awesome event. And yet people still don't get tickets. And then whenever it's happened and they watch it on the telly and they go... Oh, here, that was kind of cool, actually. I wouldn't have minded going to that. Well, why didn't you go? Why didn't you get your tickets, you... Don't get me started. So there you go. (laughs) The Belfast tattoo was on the telly. And I have been spending my time answering messages from people going, Here, that was okay. You know, that was quite a good show. So, yes, like I've been telling you. So go and check it out. It's on the BBC's iPlayer now. You can go and check it out. It's all up there. Right. We have more news stories. Yeah, let's get talking about it. The Big Rab Show Awards. They're finally here. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, we have announced who our nominees are for each of our amazing categories. I did talk about this on previous podcasts and I did say that I would hopefully have the nominees all put together by last weekend. And I did, thankfully. And I have to say, to be honest, the amount of nominations we got in was simply incredible. We had hundreds and hundreds of emails and it took me... Ages getting this all put together, but finally I got there. <clears throat> so I'm quite proud <laughs> of the fact that I managed to do it because, yeah, I honestly don't want to see another email of a nomination for quite a while. But anyway, here we go. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Who are our final nominees? Now, you guys, first of all, before I start going into the nominees, I want you to email me in a big rab show at gmail.com if you disagree with any of these. Or perhaps if you think that, mm, you know, this band should have been included and maybe they haven't missed out or something. Yeah, I'm interested. Because if anything, all the nominations that we got for a lot of people, a lot of bands and a lot of things got nominations. But they just didn't get enough nominations to put themselves on top of the pile. Does that make any sense? What I managed to do is I tried to limit each category to about five, six, maybe even seven nominees depending on the amount of nominations i got and then i went on like a voting thing you know i counted the amount of nominations and then going on that we got our final list anyway not to bore you with the semantics who are our final nominees rab stop going on right most improved band the nominees are psni loman and clyde tully lagan the royal borough of annan and the vale of athol not a bad list there, I don't think. Some very good, strong bands in there. The most improved bands. PSNI, of course, qualifying for the world's final for the first time. There's Tully Lagan, of course, lifting the world's, you know, the drum and tile. Awesome. And there's the Vale of Athol as well. Hey, you know, that new drum corps in there. The Vale sounded amazing. Anyway, let's fly on. Best flourishing. Yes, we're talking about the tenor drumming, of course. Best flourishing. Starting off with St. Lawrence O'Toole. Inverarian District, PSNI, Glasgow Sky, and Johnstone Grade 1 Pipe Band. So there you go. That's your nominations for Best Flourishing. Best Venue. Well, nominees are Glasgow, Paisley, Forres, Belfast, and a surprise one for me, but I got loads of nominations, Portrush here in Northern Ireland. So there you go. It's down for Best Venue. You never know. You never know. Okay. 
most emotional moment of 2017. Now, these were kind of hard fought, to be honest. We got a lot of suggestions in for this. But uh, these guys seem to come top of the pile. So, most emotional moment, our nominees are Retirement of Bill Livingston. Yes, remember, Bill has hung up the pipes. That's him. Okay, Stuart Little's World's Acceptance Speech. So, yeah, standing up there on stage with Spikey in his hand, talking away to Jackie Bird. Uh, it was difficult not to have a lump in your throat, wasn't it? Jason Price winning the World Drum Major title. Now, I think Jason was just a little emotional, a little happy whenever he won that. So, there you go. Another good suggestion. Uh, Jason Price winning the World's Drum Major title. I've already run that twice. Yeah, I've read it again. Boys, I'm an idiot. Yep. <laughs> Tully Lagan pipe band doing the march past at Port Rush. So yeah, very emotional moment for a lot of the guys there at Tully Lagan, of course, marching, bringing the world title home to Northern Ireland. So there you go. That could be a possible winner. And also the retirement of Ian Moffat. So there you go. Of course, bass drummer with Drumlock pipe band. <clears throat> there you go. That's our emotional moments. Now, this one has been so hotly contested, it's ridiculous. If anything, it was possibly the one that was the hardest to put together because there were so many nominations. Of course, I'm talking about Best Beard of 2017. <laughs> so our nominees for Best Beard are Gus Sickard of Inverarian District. And Gus, this is his second year being nominated again. Of course, he won it last year. Who knows, he could win it again. <clears throat> Richard McGrath of Scottish Power Pipe Band. Andrew Fusco of the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Ah, the Fusco! Yeah, Blair Cooper of Simon Fraser University. Ben Gibbs of People Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. And Robbie Barrett of St. Lawrence Atul. So not a bad selection there of fuzzy-faced men. Any one of those could win Best Beard of 2017. I wish us all the best of luck, guys. <laughs> right, on to coolest bass drum. Who do you think has the coolest bass drum? Well, nominations come in for... Inverarian District, Dougal Triumph Street, Auckland and District, City of Dunedin, and the Scottish Fire and Rescue. There you go. So that's your coolest bass drums. Go and vote for your favourite. Coolest drums. The nominees are Inverarian District, Dougal Triumph Street, People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate, Field Marshal Montgomery, Balagan, or Balagan, or I don't know how you pronounce it, but Balagan, yeah, and St. Lawrence Atul. There you go. Now, best concert or live performance. The nominees are Shots and Dykehead with their Rise concert. Yeah, the big world, pre-world concert. There you go. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland and Thunderstruck, which has been recorded for a live album. We're still waiting on the release date. Come on, guys. Yeah, the live Back in Ireland 87 concert. Now, I was there in person myself and it was pretty incredible, to be fair. Strong contender there. Boghall and Bathgate 70 in concert. There you go. Inverary and District at Celtic Connections. And that was in January 2017. So there you go. A lot of very interesting live performances and concerts. Right. Rolling into the last three categories now. These are the big ones. Right. Who are our nominees for Band of the Year? Starting off, of course, with our current world champions, Inverary and District. The Quinn Memorial gets a nomination as well. Glasgow Sky, Royal Borough of Annan, Brisbane Boys College, Phil Marshall Montgomery. That's your nominees for Band of the Year. <clears throat> now, 
Best Social Media Award. Yeah, now the nominees for this were difficult to put together because we were put in a position where ourselves here on the Big Rab Show received a silly amount of nominations from people. And yeah, we didn't really want to give ourselves an award, but we couldn't not include ourselves in the run-in because of the sheer volume of nominations that came our way. So thank you to everyone who nominated us for Best Social Media. So we're in the mix. So here we go. Best Social Media. Our nominees are The Pipe Band Hub. We love pipe bands on Facebook. The Las Vegas Pipe Band, of course, with their YouTube videos that are just awesome. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Whiskey and Tartan, of course, on Twitter ourselves the big rab show and then our good friends at the grace note vortex podcast so there you go that's your best social media award nominees now on to the big rab show legend award now we got quite a number of legends sent through to ourselves now going by the amount of nominees we got our nominations we got these guys came out top of the heap so our nominees for the Big Rab Show Legend Award is Bill Livingston, Stevie Stanley, Ian Moffat, and Chris Pollock. There you go. Of course, we're just chatting about Chris Pollock there. So, <clears throat> there you go. That's your Big Rab Show Awards. Now, the voting for the Big Rab Show Awards is open to the general public. If you haven't checked it out yet, go along to our Facebook page or even our Twitter account. You can find the link and all up there where you can go and place your vote for your favourite. Because all of these categories are completely open to public vote. So you guys can vote for whoever you think should win. There you go. It's open to you. So it's not as if myself and the guys in the team, we go in and pick our favourite. No, it's up to you guys. Go and vote for whoever you think should win. Now, I have to say, to be honest, at this minute in time, I've just checked it. There's over 2,000 odd, 2,000 something. Should have written this down. There's over 2,000 something votes already cast. So it's over 2,000 votes, man. Unbelievable. I did think that the awards would be popular this year, you know, given the amount of nominations that we received, but I was not expecting over 2,000 you know, plus votes coming in already. So, yeah, get your votes in. It's going to be pretty hotly contested. And I have to stress as well, there is no monetary value in this, okay? It's not like we're going to be handing over £50 notes to the winner. All we're giving away here is bragging rights. That's all it is. You'll get a little nod to say, hey, you're band of the year, or hey, you're best social media Or this was the most emotional moment. And that's it. You know, it's a bit of fun. It's something that the pipe band world doesn't have. So we figured we'd do it. And this is year two of it. So, so far, so good. It's a bit of fun. So, best of luck to all of our nominees. And, yeah, voting closes on the 7th of October, midnight here in the UK. The door closes. And then I have the job of furiously going through all sorts of pie charts and bar charts and all sorts of stuff to try and get a winner for each category. The winners of each one will be read out live on our live show on Fuse FM, Balamoney. So if you are interested, there you are. Get him whenever we get closer to the results. We will make an announcement on Facebook to say, tune in and find out who won. There you go. Okay, guys. <sighs> That's been a lot of piping news this week, hasn't it? It's been kind of busy. 
So a lot of appointments, a lot of kind of people stepping down and moving on to different things. <sighs> crazy times, crazy times. But we're about to talk about some even crazier times. <laughs> yeah, it's nearly time for the topic of the week. But uh, before I do that, uh, I have to mention our podcast giveaway. On last week's podcast, we were given away a trap-dry drone flow system. And I said the winner of it was Ailey9. And whoever this person is still hasn't gotten contact with us yet. Dun, dun, dun. So there you go. If anyone out there knows whoever it was who Ailey9 is on iTunes who dropped us that review... Please tell them they've won a prize and they have to get in contact with us so we can send them their stuff. Because all it's doing is it's sitting here, right in front of me right now. I have it. Look. I'm doing visual things on the podcast. But it's sitting here. I have it. And it's just waiting to go in the post. So I need them to get in contact with me so I can send out their prize in the mail. There you go. So, yeah. There's a prize. He's waiting for you. A prize. So, if anything, I might do more prize giveaways because they're always good fun. Yeah, I might do more. I might do more. Anyway, right. Time for me to go and make myself a cup of tea. Put my feet up and start into this week's topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com The little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Looking to book more gigs? Or maybe you're just a busker looking for more work. House of Piping connects bagpipers with clients looking to hire. Member profiles include an image gallery, contact information, a link to your website, and audio-video recordings, all with full 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow for an exclusive membership discount. Again, that's houseofpiping.com forward slash big rab show and get piping. Hello, this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to the Big Rab Show. Pipe Band Hub, promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. <laughs> there you go. That was a notable mention to our patrons. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks for supporting what we do. Right, time to fly on. Topic of the week. In case you haven't noticed by the title of today's show... Yeah, we're talking about the upgrades and downgrades that have just been announced by the music board of the RSPBA. Yes, so they have made the final decision on the fate of many bands in our competitive world and telling them where they will be competing next year. So, for those of you who don't understand our grading system, the way I had it explained to me once when I was very, very young is you liken it to football. 
right? Soccer here in the UK. But you have many different divisions. You have like Division 1, Division 2, Division 3, Division 4 and all that there. And the top of the pile, of course, is the Premiership. So whenever you think of it that way, Grade 1 is the Premiership. And then you have Grade 2, Grade 3A, Grade 3B, Grade 4A, Grade 4B and so on and so on. And I'm boring everybody. But yes, they've decided where each band will be placed rolling forward into 2018. So it makes it very interesting because these bands now have a body of work ahead of them. So, let's look into things. Okay, starting with the upgrades. We'll look at the upgrades first because that's always positive news, isn't it? Or is it? Mm. Starting with the Novice Juvenile B to Novice Juvenile A. Oban High School have been promoted along with Logalash, Logalash Junior. I think I'm really butchering that name. Yeah, see, this is something that I regularly get wrong on the show, and everyone always manages to laugh and take the mic, because, they, if anything, that happened last night and Tuesday night, was about a long fuse. I was getting stuff pronounced completely wrong, and that's something I do all the time. So I can, I can just tell everyone's laughing their backsides off right now. But hey, it is what it is. I always pronounce stuff wrong. <laughs> so congratulations to those two guys for getting promoted from Juvenile B to Juvenile A. Novice Juvenile A, then to the full juvenile grade. Of course, we have Dollar Academy, George Watson College, Oban High School, and Ross and Carmarty Pipes and Drums. So not a bad mix there of bands getting promoted from juvenile A to the full juvenile grade. So there you go. Now, into grade 4B. Now, who are we looking at at grade 4B to make the jump up to 4A? Now, listen to Mulligan Pipe Band. Had an amazing season. So, yes, here we go. They've been promoted to 4A. Kilmarnock Pipe Band have also been given the bump up to 4A, along with Kildog. Go on, the dog! Yeah! <clears throat> Excuse me. The College of Piping Summerside from Canada. Of course, our current world champions there from 4B got the bump up as well. So, there you go. Four very strong bands getting the bump up from Grade 4B. And whenever you look at it, yeah, I think they got that one right. If anything, Listen to Mulligan, extremely strong season, like I said. Kilmarnock as well, doing consistently well in the majors, especially. Kildog as well, had a few major titles under their belt as well, and had a pretty consistent season, along with their current world champions, the College of Pipe and Summerside in Canada. So yeah, our music board, I think in this case, has got it right. So there you go, 4B to 4A. Now... Let's look at grade 4A to 3B. The 3rd Battalion, as everybody calls them, but to give them their full title, the 3rd Battalion of the Royal Regiment of Scotland have been bumped up from 4A to 3B. Bowhill and District have got the move up. Tully Lagan Pipe Band have been promoted as well. St Mary's Derry Trasna have been moved up along with Denny and Donny Pace Glen Eagles. So there you go. These bands are now going to be juking it out in 3B. Now, whenever you look at it again, you break it down into its component parts, you think about each band, and you honestly think that they have a successful enough season in Grade 4A to warrant getting a promotion. Now, St Mary's Derry Trasna, without question, they had such a strong season. They kind of fell at the Worlds, but hey, still had an awesome season. St Mary's definitely deserved the bump. The 3rd Battalion band... 
Definitely, again, extremely strong season right the way through. And again, deserved the promotion along with Denny and Dunningpace as well. They were in the prizes most times as well, along with Bo Hill. One, yeah, I have a question though. Now, this has probably caused a bit of controversy, but I am wondering about Tully Lagan. Now, Tully Lagan Pipe Band have been pretty. Pretty steady this year in the prizes, to be fair. I don't think, actually, they managed to lift much in the way of any major titles, however. They did, however, they lifted the world's, you know, they lifted the world's drumming title and came second overall, I think. Um, I can't remember. See, I should really have the results in front of me. But I was just wondering, you know, when you go on consistency and all the rest, Tully Lagan, I suppose, could be there and thereabouts. But this could be one of those decisions where the music board look at the bands and think to themselves, how will they cope if we did move them to the next grade? So if we were going to move St Mary's, Derry Trasna, of course they would do really well. If anything, I think they will do pretty good in grade 3B, along with Denny and Donny Pace. I also think, to be fair, when you look at Tully Lag and Pipe Band, I honestly think they will do well in 3B. And I think that's kind of... The crux behind this decision. Now don't get me wrong. I'm really really chuffed. That they've been promoted to 3B. If anything. I want to wish them a full hearty congratulations. So. But I'm just a bit concerned. You know. I think they have a body of work ahead of them. That jump. From grade 4A to grade 3B. Can sometimes be quite a big jump. You know. So. I'm not slagging the band at all. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they can't cope. I'm just saying. You know, it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy. So, mm, there you go. Food for thought. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's going to start emailing in now. Rob, how dare you? But, yeah, come on. They're current world drumming champions. These guys know what they're doing. So, they're going to do very well in grade 3B. I have no doubt. Now, on to grade 3B then, to grade 3A. Who've got the promotions? Yeah, the Royal Borough of Annan. Of course, our current world champions... Royal Borough got the promotion to Grade 3A, of course. The Highlanders, four Scots, again, were consistent all season. And consistently in the prizes, definitely deserved the bump to 3A. Bothwell Castle, yes, again, getting promoted from 3B to 3A, can't argue with that. And the mighty Quinn Memorial, who's had an outstanding season here in Northern Ireland and in the majors as well. You cannot deny that the Quinn Memorial deserved the promotion to grade 3A. So again, Music Board, I think you got this one 100% correct. Now, possibly, this is arguably, possibly one of the biggest jumps. Whenever you're talking about the promotions and demotions and such, this is the one that's possibly the biggest jump. Grade 3A to grade 2. Yeah, I've been involved in bands that have done this jump before from 3A to grade 2. And... It's quite a big jump. So, who got the promotion? Wallastone and District have been promoted, along with the Royal Borough of Stirling. So, two bands getting promoted there from 3A to Grade 2. Now, Wallastone, of course, had an outstanding season, along with the Royal Borough of Stirling. Two awesome bands, and yeah, I honestly think they will do well in Grade 2. So, they've been given the nod, they've been pushed up the grade... So now they're in there in grade 2, juking it out with the big guns. So, yeah, best of luck, Wallace Stone and Royal Borough Sterling. I think you guys 
you do have a body of work ahead of you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> grade 2 is not easy. It's a very competitive grade. But I do think you'll do alright in there. You know what I mean? Again, music board. I think you got this one right. Ding! I should have a sound effect or something. Each time they get it right, you get a bing! There you go. But yeah, I think they got this one right. Okay. So who made the jump then from grade 2 up to grade 1? Into the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we're talking about the big two. Who dominated most of grade 2 this past season. Loman and Clyde. And Glasgow Sky. You can't take it away from them. You know, Loman and Clyde have just been a force to be reckoned with, along with Glasgow Sky. These two bands have just been incredible this past season in Grade 2. You cannot deny that they deserve promotion to Grade 1 because, yeah, I, I'm, I for one, am excited to see them in Grade 1. I cannot wait to see what they bring, you know, because the medleys and the MSRs that they were bringing this year to the Grade 2 arena were of a grade one standard. They were just so good. So yeah, Loman and Clyde and Glasgow Sky, I'm really excited to see what you're going to bring to the grade one arena next year. Yeah, but again, that's a big jump in itself too. You know, a lot of material to learn and to get it all ready for the competitive season coming in. A lot of work there. So best of luck to Loman and Clyde and to Glasgow Sky. A big jump from grade two to one. That's what I said, you know, that sometimes there's an argument there, you know, whether 3A to grade 2 is the big jump, or is grade 2 to grade 1 the big jump? Hmm, I think both in themselves have their own challenges, but for me, I just know my own experience, so from grade 3A to grade 2, that's really difficult, man. So, but hey, Loman and Clyde, Glasgow Sky, ding, music board, I think you've got that one right as well. <laughs> Okay, now that was all the positive news. That was the bands that got promoted. And my thoughts on the promotions are, for the most part, yeah, I think the music board this year got it correct. Now, I have to say, a precursor to all of this, uh, <clears throat> that to say that the music board can meet again. None of this is set in stone. Bands can appeal their grading. Bands can apply to the music board to possibly get moved up or even to request to be moved down. Say they lose some membership or they're down in numbers and the players they're left with aren't that experienced and you know, their musical level, proficiency level isn't high enough, then they can apply to the music board and possibly get moved down. So that can all still happen. It is still early doors. Like this is what, the end of September? You know, we still have a good few months yet before bands start to look to hit the grass. So, this isn't set in stone. You know, these upgrades have been announced. Some may be appealed. You know, that has happened in the past. We have had pipe bands who have been nominated for upgrading. And then they say, you know, they submit letters to the music board saying, we're not ready for this. You know, so it could happen. It has happened before. I have known it to happen before. So... Yeah, I guess we'll see. But my thoughts on it, people have said they've been really interested in my thinking on it. And I'm not dancing on the fence before anyone tries to say, Oh, you're just being impartial, would you tell us the truth? My honest gut feeling is that, yeah, I think the music board has got it right with regards to promotions this year. I think they're on the money. However, I did have my reservations. I was thinking... Especially along the lines with perhaps Tully Lagan, the pipe band as well, was one that kind of perked my interest. And yeah, you know, I was thinking, what was the other band there? The College of Pipe in Summerside in Canada. 
yeah, from 4B to 4A, I was thinking, you know, does it go on a consistency-based thing, like a rule of thumb on how they go all season, or does it go on just how you go in Glasgow and the big end, or is it a collective of all things? You know, how you done in Glasgow, how you done in Forez, how you done at wherever. You know, is it a whole through the season kind of deal? Or is it simply they ask the question that I asked earlier, can this band hack it if we were to put them in the next grade? So whenever they look at Kildog, for instance, could they say, if we put Kildog in grade 4A, will they be languishing in last place every week? Or do we think that they have a ch- they have a chance of being competitive in that grade. And when you look at Kildog and the season they've just had in 4B, yeah, you can't fault it. Kildog have had a very successful season in 4B this year. They're certainly strong enough to compete in 4A, in my opinion. And when you look at all these other bands, they've got promotion there. There's St Mary's, Derry Trasna, Denny and Donny Pace, Quinn Memorial, Wallastone and District. You, know, you look at all these other bands that have got promotion... And, yeah, you can't argue with it. You can't say, oh, no, no, they shouldn't be promoted. Every single band that's been mentioned there have had a good, strong, solid season and, as well, a success on the big one of the worlds. So, yeah, there you go. There's a strong case to fight for every band for promotion. So, a big ding, ding, ding. I think the music board have got this one right. I don't think a lot of people have room to argue there. You guys could possibly disagree, though. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Feel free to email me in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. I would love to know your thoughts on all of the promotions. Now, <clears throat> I will clear my throat for this. Time for the downgrades. Now, these are the ones that are always a bitter pill to swallow. Quite a lot of bitter pills to swallow this year. Okay, downgrades. Going from Novice Juvenile A to Novice Juvenile B, we have Dunoon Grammar School and the 1st Troon Boys Brigade. Now, the 1st Troon Boys Brigade, this was by request. So just like I said, this band have asked to be moved down. So there you go. That's by request. They're moved down. So Dunoon Grammar School. Yeah, getting the push down then to Novice Juvenile B. So, there we go. It happens. Now, on to grade 4A. Down to grade 4B. We have Granite City. Now, to be fair, I haven't heard much from Granite City in grade 4A this season. I honestly don't think that I've even seen a video of any of their performances. So, I'm going to have to have a look just to see how they performed this year. Because I honestly... Don't know. I'll hold my hand up. And I can't really say I've heard them this year. So that's a slight on my part. Apologies, Granite City. But I'm going to have to look into it. But yeah, here you are. You're making the jump down from Grade 4A down to Grade 4B. There you go. Now, let's look at Grade 3B down into 4A. Yeah, Michal and District along with Portavogie. Now, Port of Oakey, I think, Pipe Band have asked this by request. So, they're going down to grade 4A. So, Michal and District and Port of Oakey both sliding down into 4A. So, yeah, a bit of rebuilding, I think, being going on with now those two bands, especially in Port of Oakey, because I don't think they managed to hit the grass this season. So, yeah, a bit of rebuilding in front of the guys there at Michal and District and Port of Oakey. <clears throat> right, let's look at grade 3A to grade 3B. We have one band. Yeah, Bally Breast. The Breast! 
The power of the priest. <laughs> yeah, Bally Priest pipe bands. Moving from grade 3A down to grade 3B. Now, this is a bitter pill to swallow. Because Bally Priest, <clears throat> this past number of years in grade 3A have been extremely... Not, yeah, they've been very, very competitive. And I think that's what I'm trying to say. Extremely competitive. Because they've always been kind of juking it out in the top five. Just this past season... I don't know what it is. That something just intangible. That Ballybreast just haven't been there. And it's so unfortunate. Ballybreast have been kind of suffering this year in the prizes. And it's not that the performances weren't there. Weren't there because you know they've certainly produced some great runs this season. It's just the results didn't come their way. I guess you know there was better competition in the grade this season. So Ballybreast unfortunately... Had a bit of a rotten year in Grade 3A, unfortunately. So, here we are. Ballybreast sliding down to Grade 3B. But do you know something? I'm going to say something after I read all of these downgrades, by the way. Which will apply to all bands, especially Ballybreast. Now, let's get on to Grade 2, down to Grade 3A. Yes. Now, this was a funny one. Okay. This is a funny one, because when you hear this, Glasgow City pipe bands was downgraded from grade 2 to grade 3A. Okay? So, yeah, sliding down from the big guns in grade 2 down to 3A. But, this is weird, because there was a story that was announced just recently, I can't remember the timing of this, whether it was before the gradings or after, I think it was before, but Glasgow City Police Pipe Band announced that they were packing it in. They were folding up shop. Yeah. Glasgow City, they announced that after two years since the launch of the pipe band in Grade 2, the band had decided to dissolve due to the band's inability to attract a new drum section. Now, I'm reading this from the press release. And they said, yeah, there was their inability to get a new lead drummer. Um, so, yeah, they haven't been able to get themselves a drum corps together to be able to compete for next season. So the band have decided to fold. Now, the band this year only managed to compete at three different events in 2017, in Grade 2. So that included the British, the European, and the World Championships. But unfortunately, the band finished well out of the prize list in each one of those majors. So, yeah, they took a bit of a whipping this year. So that's including its Grade 2 qualifying heat at the Worlds. Uh, yeah, didn't reach the qualifying at all. So, yeah, sad times at Glasgow City, to be honest. It's never good news whenever a band decides to close its doors so this band yeah whenever you look i mean let me see there's a statement here from their pipe major uh david watherspoon he says the band is disappointed with not making a bigger impact in the grade now to be fair i think the band was pegged for big things they had a lot of talent in the ranks you know they had a lot of big names in there and they could have done some real damage so yeah it's just so unfortunate whenever you hear announcements like this but this one was a bit odd because, as I said, Glasgow City deciding that they couldn't get a lead tip, they couldn't get a drum corps together, so they weren't competitive, so they decided to close up shop. But then this announcement came that they were downgraded from grade 2 to 3A. So to me, uh, I'm possibly going to get some emails about this, but that's kind of like kicking a dog when he's down, you know? Glasgow City made the announcement to say enough's enough. And then the association come and say, yeah, you've had a bad season, we're downgrading you. (laughs) 
you're downgrading a band that no longer exists. You know, it's a strange one. It's very, very odd. But suffice to say, yeah, I am sad to see Glasgow City go. I had a great interest in the project when it did launch two years ago. And whenever I was looking at the rank and file of the band, it was going to be pretty exciting. I was thinking, wow, you know, this is going to be pretty good. But, yeah, it was just one of those things. It was really unfortunate how everything just seemed to fall. And, yeah, that could be a future topic of the week, couldn't it? How bands fold. I have unfortunately been in that position many times. Many times. Anyway, that's another topic of the week right there. (laughs) Right. The big topic, of course. Grade 1 to Grade 2. Yeah. Everyone's going to know about this story already in the piping scene. If you haven't heard it already, of course, Ravara Pipe Band have got demoted. And Peel Police from Canada. Now... Don't start jumping the gun. I can hear people starting to talk about it already. So, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Right, let's talk about it. Ravara Pipe Band. Yes. <laughs> Ravara are that band that everybody loves, but have never... <laughs> I don't know what it is. They produce the goods each Saturday they're out. Their performances are great. And I'm not just saying that. I really love their medley performances. I think they're really clever and pretty musical as well. Uh, yeah, some intricate work going on there. But Ravara just never seemed to get in the prizes anywhere. So it's just so unfortunate. So Ravara Pipe Band now having to go through a period of rebuilding. Or are they? Because, yeah, we had, well, their bass drummer from Rivara Pipe Band, Mr. Jeff Shaw, is a regular listener to the show. And, yeah, our live show on Fuse. And if anything's possibly listening to the podcast right now. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, he texts into the show quite regular. And he says himself that, to be fair, the move will probably be a good thing for Rivara. Yeah, giving Rivara Pipe Band a chance Take a break from the big leagues in Grade 1 and possibly try and regroup and be ultra-competitive in Grade 2 and hopefully try and win the Grade 2s again, you know, and work their way back up again to Grade 1. I honestly can't see Rivara Pipe Band staying in Grade 2 for too long. They've been in Grade 1 now for quite a long time. They've had a long tenure in Grade 1. It's just this past number of years... This season especially, they've had it pretty tough. They've had a rough season this year. Not going to lie, the prizes did not go anywhere near their way. And they suffered in the placings. Now, a lot of people seen fit to, again, kick a dog when they're down and saying, Ah, it's about time they get moved to grade two. And Ah, yeah, that was an obvious choice. Of course they had to move. Now, for me, to be honest... And I can be honest on the podcast because I'm not ruled by Ofcom. I can be completely honest here. I honestly don't think Ravara, you know, if they had stayed in Grade 1 for another season. If they were in Grade 1 in 2018, I thought they could have been okay. You know, they could have found their feet and certainly hit the ground running. You know, 2018 could have been a good enough strong year for Ravara in Grade 1. But it would have been a lot of work for them. I'm not going to lie, they would have had a lot of work to do over the winter to remain competitive in Grade 1. So, with the association taking this decision to say, Right, Rivara, sorry guys, time to put you down to Grade 2. 
Honestly, I don't think that will hurt the band. I think it'll probably be the making of them. Giving the band that time to regroup and yeah, be able just to take a breath. You know, from competing against Field Marshal and Inverary. <laughs> you know, now we have them in grade two. Juking it out with the big guns like Manor Cunningham and stuff over here. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be really interesting to watch this season. Our Avara Pipe Band will manage to compete in Grade 2. I think they will be a band to watch. Mark my words. You heard it here first. So, yeah. Best of luck to Avara Pipe Band. I know it is a bitter pill to swallow. That Yeah. You'll not be marching on the field anymore as a Grade 1 band. But that's not to take away from the musical talent you have in that band. You could be walking onto the field as a proper kick-ass grade 2 pipe band. Do you know what I mean? Make people stand up and listen. Anyway, yeah, let's talk about Peel. Peel Police getting the demotion from grade 1 to 2. This one caused a bit of controversy. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen the articles. There's a lot of them. They're all over the internet at the minute, and I am being inundated with them. Everyone's talking about Peel. Peel Police, yes, taking the demotion from Grade 1 to Grade 2, again, is a bitter pill to swallow. But what makes this a little bit, mm, a bit weird, and has a lot of people talking, is because, technically, it's not the RSPBA's job to demote them. Now, why why is that? Well, Peel Police are from Canada. And they're not under the RSPBA's jurisdiction. They are under their own association's jurisdiction. So if anyone was to demote them, the argument is it wasn't for RSPBA to do. It was for their home association. So, the question still remains. Under the RSPBA's eyes, Peel Pipe Band, Peel Police Pipe Band... Are grade 2. But whenever they're back home. They're grade 1. Hmm. So how does that work? Whenever they're in Canada competing on home soil. They'll be competing in the grade 1 competitions. So against the likes of Simon Fraser and Dauko. And you know. All those guys back home in Canada. They'll be grade 1. But yet whenever they come over here to the UK. RSPBA says nah. You're grade 2. It's a strange one, isn't it? Very weird. Now, I will profess to not be a complete expert in this. I don't know the proper rulings on it and everything. And I've only kind of glanced at some of the articles. I'll be honest, I didn't read them thoroughly from start to finish. But to me, as a bystander, it's a bit odd. You know what I mean? It's a strange one. Love to know your thoughts on it. Yeah, the RSPBA moving a band that technically isn't theirs. It's a bit strange. Anyway, let me know your thoughts, guys. That's the ups and downs. Now, I did say that I would say something that would apply to all the bands that have been downgraded. I have been in a pipe band before that has been downgraded. I've been in a band before that's been upgraded. Now, my experience of bands being downgraded, I actually took it as a massive positive. Because you've just spent this past season playing in a higher grade and the association says to you, "Mm, hard luck, you've had a rough season, time to move you down. That is a golden opportunity to rebuild. And that's just what I've said about Rivara. Now's their chance to rebuild the ranks, take a breath, take stock, start working on some real new material, some real, real, real meaty stuff. 
something that you can really hit the grass with, with authority. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, same applies for Ballybreast. Glasgow City, not so much because they're now defunct. But this will give Ballybreast Pipe Band a chance to take a breath, take stock, and then look again for rebuilding and throwing back up to Grade 3A. Along with Portavogie and Meeholland District, Granite City, all these bands are being given an opportunity now to take a step back from being competitive at the higher grade and being given a chance to be competitive at the fundamental grade below them. So, I think as much as people may say it's a negative that these bands, oh, look, they've been demoted. If anything, I'm taking it as a positive because I'm thinking... Ah, right. These bands are being given an opportunity to build. And that's the way I look at it. I know people say, oh, you're being impartial again. You're sitting on the fence, Rob. Stop dancing on the fence. No, I'm being brutally honest. I think these bands are being given a chance to rebuild, hit the ground stronger. So whenever 2018 finishes, they stand themselves in a good stance to gain promotion again back to the grade they were in. And that stands for Rivara. Bally Braced, all those other bands that I mentioned for their downgrades, I honestly think that this is an opportunity for them. So, hey, you guys that have got promotions, congratulations. But the work starts now. <laughs> okay, I'm just warning you, the work starts now. You guys, game promotion, that's not that's not game game over. That's that's not it finished, okay? Just because you got promotion, you can say, ah, well we're we're grade two now. Yeah, excellent. Ah, job done. Feet up. Oh, no, 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 sir. The work starts now. Yeah, now you've officially been placed in your respective grades. Time to get the finger out. Yeah. And the same goes for you guys that have been demoted. Now it's time to rebuild and take this opportunity by the horns and say, right, the association's given us this. Let's do it. Let's build. Let's get ourselves back on our feet again. And throw ourselves back up the grades again. So there you go. That's my thoughts on it. The upgrades and downgrades situation. Along with the weird one to do with Peel Police. That is a very strange one to be honest. Odd. Odd is the way I would describe it. Anyway. Let me know your thoughts please. Send me in some listener mail. BigRabShow at gmail.com Please do. And if you can, please send us in a voicemail. We always, always love to hear from you. And we can get your voice on the show and answer your questions. So... Without further ado, I'm going to throw something open for next week's podcast. Yes, next week's podcast is going to be a little bit special. Now, I have been talking about it for quite a while. I'm putting together a series of pretty special podcasts about the learning journey and one especially on bass drumming. But one that I want to throw open on next week's podcast, especially for topic of the week, is a question and answer yeah, a QA, QA podcast. So what I want from you guys is basically to send me in your questions. Email them into us, bigrabshow at gmail.com or reach us at Twitter at Big Rab Show, or again on Facebook as well, The Big Rab Show on Facebook and start your message with podcast question, right? Podcast question and then put your question. Whatever it may be, doesn't matter. Questions such as, what's your favourite cheese? What kind of sauce do you like on a bacon sandwich? Anything like that. You know the hard-hitting kind of stuff, the big questions? Uh, you know, like, what's your favourite planet? Uh, what's your favourite movie? Um, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't really care. 
any questions at all that you guys send in, I will do my best to address. Next week's podcast will be a QA podcast. Feel free, send us in your questions. Next week's podcast's topic of the week is solely dependent on you. So I will trust you guys. <laughs> send us in your questions. Please start your message with podcast question. Get them into us. And yeah, we will answer them all on next week's podcast. You can ask my thoughts on certain topics. What do I think about tenor sticks? What do I think about shiny brogues? What do I, you know, I don't know. Whatever your question may be, get them into us at the Big Rab Show and we will do our best to bring them on next week's podcast. Right, guys. <laughs> That's it. Another Big Rab Show podcast is in the can. If you haven't already, Please do give us that all-important rating on iTunes and on Podbean as well. Drop us a comment. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. Plus, give us that all-important follow on Podbean as well. It really does mean a lot. So you never do miss an episode that drops. Okay, I'm out the door. That's been your week in piping again. And yeah, the piping calendar continues to roll around and roll around. And I'll be back next week with more news and views and our special QA podcast. Until then, guys, I'll see you next week. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible World Championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current World Champions in Vararian District. Until next time guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. All the best.